What if humans laid eggs? What if humans laid eggs? What if humans laid eggs? Hello, welcome back. It's been ages, and you're back with another episode of What If Humans Laid Eggs with me, your colourful, short, long-haired presenter, Tim. Uh, and your now quite short-haired, Sam. And, well, prob- probably the shortest head out of all yeah. of us, Jack. <laughs> so, yeah. There you go. So I love the little Tim, variants to... we do every week. Yeah, <laughs> Why do we always feel the need to do something? No, you've got to add something. <laughs> we don't think about it. Yeah. Um, um, I still haven't had my hair cut, you know, since. Yeah, you need to join us, Tim. It's Christmas. Such a good feeling. Christmas time was the last time I got Bloody hair cut. Bloody hell. It's... It's long as a schlong right now. It is yeah. flowing. Well, it well, actually before... probably is about six inches long. <laughs> it looks longer, actually, Tim. I'd say you're packing. You're packing there with your hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hung. <laughs> oh. oh, it's got weird very quick. Right. Like, less Damn than me. a minute in. So did you guys, yeah, no. did you get <laughs> like, steer back on track. properly go to a hairdresser or is it like... Well, I did, yeah. I went on Friday to my um, regular haunt for barbers, which is in Paddington. Uh, it's really great. I think it's a Turkish place. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just does a great job. He, he's one of those barbers that just, you don't have to sit there and explain exactly what you want. You say, I want to trim. And he'll just do it like perfectly. Love it. Which I like. Oh, nice. And he doesn't speak whilst he's doing it. Ah, oh, the dream. <laughs> the dream. <It's>, yeah. <laughs> I just can't stand oh, people who talk. I hate it. I hate having to talk to hairdressers. It's just yeah. like, oh, what do you say? I don't... Oh. <laughs> it's such an that, unusual, like, set, setting like, for a conversation. It's almost entirely the reason why I'm so glad my housemate now cuts my hair. So I just don't have to deal with that in bars yeah. anymore. Of like, um, yeah, she did a really good job. Yeah, she I has. trained her up over lockdown, and <laughs> it's just I'm never going back to a barber's. I'm just not doing it. It's not happening. Yeah, man, it's that's a good this idea. Is, I guess this is my new way. Yeah, you can. You just have to talk to them, and they're your friends, so you don't mind talking to them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it has been like low key, a life aim of mine for about six years, just to befriend or have a friend. Who can just cut my hair, and then, yeah, I don't have to. That's go to barbers anymore. So if oh, anything, for from ages that I used to get my mum to cut yeah. it. <laughs> really, your mum did it. Did she do the bowl cut? Yeah, like bowl on top. No, she she would. Do, I think when I was younger, maybe, but she used to do. Yeah, she's pretty pretty good. Um, I think like fairly. I think the the person who's cut my hair the most is my mum. Oh wow! Like I've had my mum cut my hair more than I've probably been to barbers. Yeah. My sister's keen on cutting other people's hair, and if like, if you just ask her to cut your hair, she'll really happily do it. But she only has one haircut, and it's quite good when she does it. But it's like, it's that or nothing. <laughs> that and, is I, the and I want my hair. Having. Yeah. Yeah, I want my hair long, and she's like, "Oh, um, well, I can do short." <laughs> I like, well, oh, Tim, if, I if I you're going to do a hairdresser <laughs> of any 
Tim, if you go into a hairdresser of any skill level, you can't really say I want it long. Because no barber's going to be able to do that. Well, I want it kept long, I guess, which is maybe a different question to ask. Because I, I've yeah. done the growing. I don't, I'm not going into a hairdresser like, could you grow my hair, please? Yeah. <laughs> well, if you want to keep it that length, just don't get it cut. Yeah, but I need it trimmed up. It looks just dreadful down the sides. But it does. Hey-ho. You just basically you you want it to stay long, but you need it styling correctly. Yeah, that's, that's it. And I need someone to tell yeah. me what style to wear it in, and I don't know. Yeah, what that's to true. Do. I just yeah, wish I looked like. I, I mean, it, it is flowing. It is flowing right now. So in that respect, it's got a good it does, to yeah, it. it does look quite good when you not anymore. <laughs> I had it beforehand. <laughs> just shape your head. <laughs> pull yeah. it properly back. I need an yeah. Alice band, like a footballer or oh, a wanker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that's Maybe what you need yeah <laughs> wow um oh good yeah that was okay. uh, a long talk about hair <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah always important on, on brand for us yeah <laughs> um, if we, we're gonna strap in and go full pelt into the first section um <laughs> <laughs> so I I think you're quite like this one Jack and I oh, swear nice. it's it appears at first to be about space but I'm not actually trying to talk about space because we always okay. talk about space every damn week <laughs> we talk about space it so, always comes up <laughs> we're gonna start in space but we're gonna work our way back down to earth okay um, I like that so essentially I was listening to a podcast about space and about uh, astronauts and rockets and all that good shit. Mm. Yeah. And someone was saying how the people who are going to Mars, and it kind of came up because lockdown, everyone's had to be a bit isolated. And they're like, you yeah. think that's bad. Imagine mm. if you were the people going to Mars. Like, yeah. you're going there and you you might not come back. Like, you, you might be <laughs> staying there for the rest of your life. Well, I don't know, who knows, but they're going to go for a long fucking time and there will yeah, be... Yeah, a round trip is like three years. Yeah. Yeah, close but enough. It's, and that's... And it, they they said it's like when people have gone up to the moon and stuff in the space station, you can always look out the window and there's Earth, you know? But these people mm. will be the first people who can't just look and see the Earth. Like, they'll yeah. have to, like... There'll be, like, a little dot in the sky. Yeah, it's like mm. a star. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. So they said, basically, the people who have to do this basically have to entirely rewire their brain to no mm. longer be Earthlings, but to be Martians. And it's like, you mm. just have to be completely okay with not seeing the Earth. And um, and then it sounded like all quite, oh, that's, like, that's a bit shit. But then someone was like, yeah, but think about it. Think about what happens, like... You send some people out there with a little scattering of cultures and they'll probably be from different backgrounds. And then yeah. think about the culture that will get born in like on Mars, like all the art and all the music. And and it might take at first it would just be about survival. But yeah, when you think in like years and years to come, if we genuinely have a colony on Mars, just think about it. It'll be a whole different culture. Like, there will be you... things that happen that are completely different to Earth and, like, getting a creative... Getting someone creative out to Mars or someone creative born on Mars. Just imagine. It would just be... You can't imagine it. It's 
It's it's crazy. That's yeah, because when you when you think about it, like if you just just sent a group of people to Mars who are from different backgrounds, different countries, mm. yeah, that that doesn't really exist anymore because there are no countries in on Mars. You know, it's all the same. Yeah. You know, no one's from here yeah. anyway. You're all yeah, yeah immigrants all... in one way or another. Yeah. You're so I wonder if your mindset would change along with that. Yeah, and it's like that. It's and it's one of those things that I think loads of people will be really curious. Loads of like psychologists will be really really curious to see because this is kind of like where you can observe to a certain extent the birth of culture in some ways because you can see how it forms naturally when you just have a select group of people completely isolated mm. from anyone but themselves. And I guess they have, like, a radio to Earth, but, like, when you live on Mars, you're not going to talk on a radio day. You're going you're gonna to sit down and live on Mars. So... Yeah. yeah. And there are so few distractions that have nothing to do with, like, their mission. Mm. In fact, there are, like, probably no distractions that are, like, nothing to do with their mission. So they're much more inclined to... Yeah. Be open to exploring mm. that. So yeah. then I was thinking about culture and... Um, yeah, and then I just thought that was an interesting point, how it would be like a new Martian culture. And then I started to think about, well, what, what about culture on Earth? And I also watched Spirited Away the other day, and that has a really interesting, like, play on culture, because it's kind of, it's a Japanese animated film. I'm sure you've both seen it. And yeah. um, it's got a lot of sort of emphasis on how they're losing Japanese culture to Western culture. So the parents oh, in the yeah, film, yeah. they sort of like drive an Audi and they see like food and they just like dig in. It's kind of like quite greedy, which is kind of seen as a bit more like a Western culture thing. Mm-hmm. And um, and the evil witch of the, the bathhouse, all of her decor is Western and all of her clothes are Western, despite mm-hmm. running a Japanese bathhouse. Yeah. So... It's kind of interesting how in that movie they play like Western culture. And at first you're like, oh, they're just saying Western culture is all bad. But then mm. one of the best characters is like the evil witch's good sister. And she is also Western. She lives in like a little cottage. So actually there's like, they're not really saying that all Western culture is bad. They're actually saying like that there's certain parts of it are totally fine. And there's some parts yeah. of the Japanese culture in like uh, in the bathhouse that they don't paint in the best light either. So I just thought that was an interesting one about culture. <laughs> <laughs> this entire section has just turned into Tim's monologue. We're like well, trying just, to keep yeah. up here. <laughs> yeah, trying. <laughs> well, I've just been thinking about culture. No, it's, it's, it's interesting, it's but really it's just like... Yeah. There wasn't really a clear place for either me or Sam to like interject, <laughs> so we could just you know, like that. just interject. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, In, but, yeah. Interject where you want. Mm. Well, you see, you would see that a roll. Yeah, yeah, and they sort of just naturally ended. Yeah. Well, I guess. I, well, I guess the next point is a bit more like opening <laughs> up, but um, <laughs> the next point I thought about culture was. And this one is the crux of the matter. I've been in Kent now for a bloody while. Yeah. And there is no real culture here. Like, it's just old pubs and houses. And that's it. Like, there's just... It really... 
does it's they just have that on the, the visit tent on the visit kent slogan <laughs> old pubs yeah. and houses come to kent old pubs <laughs> and houses that's it you walk well, around yeah i mean and it, it's all the same do you think that do you think british people have culture do you think we have an indigenous culture I think we have a type um, of culture, but it's just yeah. maybe it's just very uninteresting. <laughs> <laughs> but then you think people from other countries think that their culture is boring and that they might mm. look at yeah. ours and think, wow, it's so rich. Mm, maybe. I think it's just that thing of, yeah, I don't know, the grass is always greener. Yeah. Maybe. But I think when I was thinking about when I lived in London and especially in Brixton, it was so much fun because I was like just so much, so many different cultures all in one place. And you oh could, yeah, like, London's a total melting pot. Yeah, London's incredible. You can try so yeah. many different foods that like you would never even know how to start cooking and you could like go see some mad parades and stuff and costumes and garbs and dances and you're just like, what is, what is all of this? <laughs> and in Kent, it's like there is none of that. There's just none. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah what is kent best known for like it's the, the garden, garden, of, the garden england. of england yeah 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 but what is but it's basically all the same it's all it's it's just very all the home all pretty. the home counties are geographically identical <laughs> it's, <laughs> like the, you... it's the sunniest one of all the home counties but it's just i mean it's yeah it's pretty and it's very comfortable but it's just quite boring it's so it's very yeah i don't know yeah i'm just a bit fed up of it really but you, you, what about you guys enough. what what about the culture where you live because sounds being from wales there's sort of a, a whole different thing there would you say wales is a culture that you love or i mean there's there's definitely like a national identity which i think just is born out of like defiance against England. Yeah. It's sort of just <laughs> the classic. That's why yeah. I heard that. Yeah. And I think that's just goes the same. That, that's the same with Scotland and, uh, and definitely Ireland. Yeah. It's just sort of like, it's celebrated, um, in spite of like mm. England. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and what they sort of stand for in terms of colonialism. Yeah. Um, but it's very much the same. Like, mm. it, there's not, apart from the language and some folk traditions that have been just been uh, just done for show, mm. um, it is very much the same. The language is one of those that they definitely try to, because it's essentially extinct. Uh, extinct. Um, there are a few areas in, like, north and central Wales where they still speak, and mm, yeah. that's only because those places are so isolated anyway mm. um, that they just never really got. Do you think it would be? Anglicized. Do you think it would be a shame if it does completely stop becoming spoken anywhere? Would you be upset? I mean, it, or it would be quite disappointing, yeah. But I don't think they they'll they'll let it die out. Yeah. There's like there's a lot of Welsh speaking schools, um, in places where like the native Welsh pop speaking population is almost zero. Mm. So there's lot loads of Welsh speaking schools in Cardiff and Swansea. Right. Um, and I think a few in Newport where. Cause I, I knew some I had some friends that went to a Welsh speaking school, um, and they said you'd get in trouble for speaking English even on the like the yard. Really? If oh, really? they overheard you speaking English, yeah. Also, I oh, love geez. the fact you yeah. call it a yard. The yard. 
I don't know what to call it. I was going to say playground. The playground, yeah, the playground. Yeah. I'm too old to say playground. The, uh, nah, you can never be too old to say playground. Fine. The playground, yeah, I'd, I'd say playground. I'm not trying to yeah. be different. Yeah. Um, but that's a good thing, because like, if, you're, if you're taught any language from a, an early age, you're definitely going to retain that. Mm. And just walking around Wales, you see a lot of Welsh signs. Yeah. That'll never go away. Yeah. Everything is, there's dual language. Um, so you definitely pick things up subconsciously. Um, I definitely couldn't hold the conversation with a native Welsh speaker, but I reckon there was a few years when it was really intensively taught in schools, I could. Mm-hmm. Very, like, very basic stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. But, you know. Kind of like I think if to I a French in, level of knowledge. If, yeah, yeah, I mean, for somebody, for some, maybe you, because you, I didn't really learn French in school. Yeah. But, yeah, sort of, a little bit more than beginner, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm. Um, but I don't think that'll ever go. I think they'll just the government will keep enforcing it, yeah. not enforcing it, but encouraging it. Mm. <laughs> it's taught. It's mandatory in, in school enforcing until it. GCSE. Yeah, you must speak the language of the Welsh. <laughs> the police will just go around telling you off if you speak English on the playground. <laughs> that's, that's how they do it. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, it's just one of those. Because you, you guys have been to Wales, it's not really much different. No, no it's not really, fair. but it's kind of, no. it's, it, uh, it feels like it does have a different, a, a very distinctive identity. Um, I mean, I think mm. part of that is probably how it looks. A lot of dragons. Mm. Maybe yeah, a lot, all the dragons. Yeah, geographically speaking, it is a lot different to England. Yeah. Mm. Um, a lot, well, to, compared to the south of England. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mm. I Wow. Mm. What about you, Jack? You're also from the home counties. Yeah. Yeah. What's your <laughs> local... What's the... Where... Yeah, so Newbury. Uh, well... What's that? What's, the... What are they best known for? Hampshire. <laughs> um, Newbury's known for fuck all. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's got I a service know, I... station. It does have it's a... It's got you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. a product of Newbury. Um, I think... A lot of, like, the places I'm from as well, I was kind of, like, from the edge of the London commuter belt. So, it's sort of, from me inwards towards London, there basically isn't really a culture because it's a lot of, like, people commuting to London. They're not originally Mm. from the area. They just don't want to live in London. Um, So, yeah, culturally, I'm just, like, generic... South, quite yeah, quite posh, generic South. <laughs> it's like I don't really have an accent. It's kind of like if you if if in your head you thought of like oh what would someone from the South sound like? Mm. It'd probably be like yeah, yeah. This. It was just a caricature. Yeah, it's just <laughs> um, from that general area. But yeah. yeah, and I kind of feel the same. It's like a lot of the people in Kent are literally just like people who live in Kent but work in London, especially around yeah. where I live, and it's kind of like. Yeah. It's such a shame because you don't really get a culture. I don't know. I, it's I kind of wish I grew up somewhere with a bit more of like a, an identity or like even just like some different cultures nearby that you could like see. But yeah, it's just bizarre growing up in Kent. It's just n- you don't see anything else. I mean, does Kent have a coast? Is it yeah, it has yeah, tons of coast. It's got a coast. It's got loads of coast. So it's got yeah, lots see, of I reckon that's seaside. where you'll find. Yeah, yeah, that's where you find like the authentic Kentonians. Or whatever. Yeah, I th- and I, I think feel like on right. the Kent on the coast you have a lot of rich character uh, characters. Yeah, mm. 
Yeah. We have Hastings, so. and Hastings is a, you know, it's a very famous seaside town. And mm. yeah, it's, I think you're right. That's probably where the culture lies, is in the fish and chips and the fishing communities on, yeah. on the Oh, yeah, sea. sure. Because I feel like the most of the people, most of the people who move out of the country, and then when like towns are built from that, yeah, those people are generally like quite sort of insular anyway, because they they're the people who wanted to get away in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I don't know. That's that might just be a massive stab in the dark. <laughs> yeah, I think it's an interesting stab in the yeah, dark. It could be could be on <laughs> something there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's all I've got to be honest making you think about culture yeah. in on Mars and depicted in films good good or bad and then yeah. I feel like behind. I feel like all your initial With comments reading to Kent yeah all your initial comments were kind of just like big layup to be like culture what's it like where you are <laughs> yeah <laughs> well yeah you know yeah. you can't just dive if I just dived in with like <laughs> my culture's oh, yeah, rubbish you what's yours like <laughs> yeah yeah let's be fair you've got to have some a little bit of hype beforehand you know I still draw the audience in when like art and music starts coming from Mars it's gonna it's gonna blow your mind mm. it's gonna be some crazy shit and I don't mean like people who've gone to Mars and have drawn a picture and then brought it back I mean like when people have lived on Mars for like a generation oh yeah yeah, yeah. and then time. like when they've got their identity yeah, yeah. exactly Imagine a Martian's yeah. idea of what like art and music will be from like that seed yeah. that is planted with it, with what they can get. From even though Earth. they'll be, yeah, even though they'll be humans and descended from Earthling humans, mm. like I just think the experience of living on Mars, they could try to make it as as earthly as possible. Mm. It's still going to be totally different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. What if humans laid eggs? All right, so. Um, I've definitely stuck with the sport as the second one. Although I know, mm. yeah, yours, Tim, wasn't necessarily movies. Although you did mention a movie. Oh, uh, yeah, I mentioned yeah. a movie. But then we, we've moved um, away from that concept now anyway, so it's fine. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll sort of tee this one up because mm. I had something in mind. Okay. And what it is is, so lately I've been playing a fair bit of chess, um, namely with Will uh, on chess.com we've been playing these really long games where you have like seven days to make your move mm. um and then you, it just comes in as an email and then you just reply to it yeah um and it's, yeah it's been really it's, it's been a lot of fun and it just reminded me that i used to play quite a lot of chess back in the day and i got not really i, I got okay at it i probably hit the limit of my like natural ability <laughs> because it turns out like chess to be a okay chess players fairly easy you can like learn it yeah yeah but to be the best chess players you need to have that like obscenely good memory mm. yeah um yeah. and that just ability to like focus your maximum brain power on looking at a chessboard at a certain position and seeing every single possible move yeah, yeah that yeah. is the best move and that's just not like a natural thing like you couldn't if you don't have that naturally there's no way you're going to learn it you might yeah. train yourself to over years and years and years, but you're still never going to hit that top level. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, so, but I, I, I got pretty good at chess. Um, and I wanted to see 
I wanted to test my knowledge of chess. And so I'm going to ask you guys off the top of your heads <laughs> to each ask me five questions. Oh, my God. Anything about chess, and I'll try to answer it. Okay. Let's just see how this goes. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I like this. Okay. I like this. Um, can... I mean... So was it called when you move your rook two places to the left and your king two places to the right? That's called castling. Yes, well done. Castling. <laughs> nice, easy one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel you like do that Tim both actually knows about chess, whereas <laughs> I know so little about chess. I know how to play it, but whenever I played it against like my brother or something, it just devolves into us being like, who could take the most pieces? <laughs> that's yeah. like, that is how we play. Um so, well, you can ask me anything about the like the history of yeah, chess. Yeah, go wider. Okay. Think outside. Okay, yeah, yeah. Don't just ask. Yeah, my que- Yeah, because my questions like that anyway. would be very basic. Um, okay, here's one for you. Why? All right. Do the white pieces go first? Ooh. Honest to God, I think I think it might be a racist thing. You think it might be a racist yeah. thing? Really? I yeah. I I, 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 I yeah. said it, I was like. Actually, yeah, that could could be it. Honest to God, wow. I don't actually know, but I'm pretty sure mm. there's probably some official thing that they've come out with. Yeah. To make it not seem like it, but I think it's a racist thing. I mean, but the thing is, like, One Piece had to move first, mm. and so true. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's not a racist thing, it's that thing of like you know in like cowboy films when the good guy has a white hat, the bad guy has a black hat. Mm. So yeah. I don't know. That's uh, a good one. It's a good mm. one. I think it, I, I reckon it's racist. I reckon yeah. it's a racist To thing. be honest. Through that, and through. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Unfortunately. <laughs> what is the quickest you can get someone in checkmate? Oh, I actually know this one. Okay. I think it's called Fool's Mate. Okay. And, you, and it's the only game where, yeah, you can checkmate someone in two moves. Two moves. So two moves. Yeah. So on your second move, oh my you can get god, them in, mate. And you, but your opponent yeah. has to make two of the worst moves. Yeah. Before you do that, mm. which is basically, on the king side, they move, one pawn, one space, one pawn, two space, and if you've already moved your pawn to free out your queen, you just go uh, in. Yeah. Move your queen Slots immediately straight over. in. Yeah. And they have nothing. And there's the king can't move. It can only like move a. A square towards yeah. your queen, which would make it still yeah, in along check. the diagonal, and then nothing can come in the way to uh, mm. block it. Wow! But I don't think that's ever been like actually played in a like a top chess. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know fun fun fact actually? Um, there has not been a recorded. I don't. There's there's never been a recorded checkmate in a world chess championship. Oh really? Yeah. Just concessions. Yeah. Yeah, because oh they're they're so good. They see it happen. They can see it before it happens. Ah, they see okay. it like. Yeah. What, so they so just like, move I'm around lose forever. This. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than like the embarrassment of actually getting checkmated, they would just resign. Oh really? Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. they can see it like six moves. Yeah, they'll be like, oh, this happens, is going and down. And they just know. So. Yeah. Bit of a yeah. bummer for the spectators, wow. though, isn't it? When you're like, who's gonna win? Who get what? Why did they win? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then you're just watching, and then they both just stand up and walk off. And you have no idea. <laughs> yeah, like, who won? <laughs> like, what? It's so infuriating. Uh, right, you're um, good, Jack. 
Okay. Another question <laughs> we... from me. Yeah. <laughs> why? Yeah. Why are the pieces like? Why are they what they are? So like, why are they like Knight Castle Bishop? Like, I assume it's a medieval thing, but why? <laughs> yeah. So, I think yeah. One represents the church, the state, and the crown. Yeah. Okay. Church, state, and crown, or something. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, that's one I don't really fucking know. No, but that would make sense because you have <laughs> that bishops. Does make sense, though, yeah. Bishops would be state, no church. No church. Yeah, uh, church, some... yeah. state would be yeah. your like horses Castle. and your castles, and then maybe your royals. Yeah, and your king and queen, queen are the royal. Yeah, and the pawns are just the soldiers. Yeah, yeah. the army. I don't know. Yeah, it is definitely something like that. Okay, and that those are called. Um, Staunton pieces. Staunton? What do you mean? So those, the the way that we know them, know and love them today, so the king, the queen, yeah, yeah, yeah. the knights, the bishops, the rooks and the pawns, that's called the staunt. Because obviously you get like chess sets of like, um, you just have... Yeah, you just have ri- like Yeah. Cylinders of varying heights that you just know instinctively. Oh, right. Mm. Interesting. But the king, queen, pawn, rook, bishop, knight, those are... St- those are called Staunton. Oh. Okay. Oh. Interesting. Right, I have another one. Um, what is the other chess move? So it's not castling, but the other move. I think it's called a gambit. Oh, maybe you're thinking of un passant. Mm, maybe I'm thinking of un passant. What's that? Un passant. Yeah. So, that's, so that is... So this is, <laughs> is going to be really hard to explain without a chessboard. So <laughs> your opponent has a pawn mm-hmm. on the so the the two lines of squares in the middle okay he's got yeah. the one on the first one on your side okay gotcha so when you move a pawn adjacent to it two spaces so it's parallel so it's next to it right that pawn can move diagonally to the piece behind it and take it despite even though it didn't actually move to the square it's on oh wow. interesting i did not know that was a rule so it doesn't so actually it, go yeah. over its square at all. No, it's it can just sort of move diagonally past it, and yeah, then take so it's, it. Yeah, and so it goes diagonally over it. You mean? No, oh, no so past it. Oh wow! Yeah, so it goes. It, it they're next to each other. Yeah, and it can move forward. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and if you're. Yeah, you can. Yeah, so if you're fuck. <laughs> If, if if your opponent moves their piece parallel to it on that one row, mm-hmm. yeah, and that is first because on when your pawn moves first, you can move it two if you wanted to if you want to. Yeah. If you do that, so you're parallel to it, so you're next to another person's pawn, you can move it diagonally to the one behind it. Wow! And take it. So you can. I on that not. Pawn I think I just made that more confusing. <laughs> no, no, no. I get it. So you can move your pawn essentially on its first move instead of just going two. You can go. Three forward and one to the right or left, depending on. Oh yeah, no, no, I don't think you're getting it. No, but I don't think I've explained. I, it, I think I do. I think I do get it. But if, if it's a pawn there, you go two forward and then you go diagonally behind it, and the pawn goes. Would I be able to like show you somehow? No, there's no way. <laughs> um, no, <laughs> it's not your fault. I'm really not explaining it well. I feel like it's hard. It's hard to explain. So again, I'm going to try this one more time. Yeah, last time, to our last listeners. time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, a chessboard is is has eight 
horizontal rows of squares. Yeah. Yeah. And if your opponent's pawn is on Number the four. fourth one that you see yeah. in front of you, yeah. and you move your pawn two spaces so it's next to it, they're next to each other, mm-hmm. your opponent can then move his piece diagonally to where to behind where your pawn is, mm. and then that he can he can take it that way, even though that he, he the pawn didn't move to the square that the pawn was on that he took. So your opponent okay. can take it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah. that's the part okay, I, I wasn't get getting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's an interesting move. The more you know, the more you know about chess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. Any more? I have one more question uh, I can think of. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> oh, luckily, only one. You'll be glad to hear. I'm, I'll be chess yeah, question maybe just one now. more each after this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've got one okay. more good one. So my question is, we've explained why the pieces are what they are. I want to know now, why do the pieces have the moves that they have? Oh, Oh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I th- we found I think, we found the limit I, <laughs> of Sam's knowledge. I think it's, I think it's fairly random. I think it's fairly. I mean, it must it be designed. Probably, no, probably, probably nobody knows. Other than knight, it kind of makes sense because it's like different types of moves. But then you have like knight with the weird L moves, and you're kind of like what. <laughs> But well, it that... had to be unique. It had to be unique from the others because it'd be too annoying because Rook can travel forward backwards any amount of times. Yeah. Uh, any amount of spaces. Rook, di- um, sorry. Bishop. Yeah, Bishop diagonally, any amount of spaces. Queen can do both forward and diagonally, mm. backwards, whatever. Pawn's just one. King just one. Yeah. And then Knights, they were probably like, no, it'd be a bit shit if it could only move diagonally three spaces. Yeah. Let's, like, let's make it jump. Yeah. And then just three and then one over. So it's, a, mm. it's really annoying because... They're the hardest ones to... If you have a rook... If you see your opponent's knight placed weirdly, mm. you have to, like, really look at it yeah. and then figure out... Oh, God, because yeah. it's such like, an unusual move. Where can move. it go? Yeah, because it's, it's got so many, like, possibilities. It's not as obvious really. as seeing, like, just a diagonal or just a straight mm. line. Yeah. I think... So, so knights are... Yeah. I think the... Uh, I think the way I always thought about it is that it did make sense that the knight does that because not only can they jump over things because they're a horse, but horses... Mm in battle would rarely just go like straight onto an army they would kind of go around behind them or like hit them mm. from the sides so yeah. i always viewed it as like a horse going upwards and like behind or like from the side mm. yeah like a sort of um what's the word a pincer i don't know a, a flank. flank yeah flank movement yeah yeah um, yeah that could be that's a, we go. Say that's a fairly strong theory yeah Tim's that's explained it for us We'll, we'll no, go that's... with the Tim Brewer theory of knights <laughs> in chess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hashtag Tim, did you have one more question? <laughs> yeah, so I've got one more question, and this is probably the the most important question, which is, okay. why the hell haven't you been playing chess with me? I am so <laughs> up for this, and I am, I'm livid that you didn't invite me to this chess.com. Do you know what? It was... Um... <laughs> It was Will's idea. He just came out of the blue and said, I'm playing a lot of chess lately. Do you want to play a game? Oh. I'm like, yeah. Mm. But no, I would love to play a game with you, yeah, with you Tim. Do you have to link a, up over a chessboard virtually? Yeah. Yeah. We'll do another, happen. we'll do a, like a, like another seven day 
game. Yeah, let's because do it. Because I can't play. Like, I try to play a few like speed games with just random people online where you have like five minutes to make. Oh a move. yeah, those are hard. Or five minutes to complete the. I just can't yeah. think that quickly. I just make so many stupid mistakes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's, it's really infuriating losing a chess game. It's so brutal. I, I recently got given a chess set as well, which was from the, 90, from the 90, 1941. We like looked at it and we worked out when the hallmarks were. So oh. it's a lead chess oh, set man. from the war or just before the war, which is interesting because yeah. I would have thought lead would have been something they weren't wasting during the war, but... Yeah, or maybe true. afterwards. Oh no, yeah, well, done for, well, yeah, yeah, for the war. Yeah, forty-one. Yeah, My 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 dad told me this interesting thing. Um, where most wooden Staunton chess pieces that you might have bought in the fifties or forties were very likely carved by, and if you bought it in Europe, were very likely carved by uh, Russian prisoners in the gulags. Really? Wow. Yeah. Apparently. Loads oh of chess God. pieces from the back then were actually made by Russian prisoners in these yeah in these camps or prisons or whatever they were. Jesus! And my dad thinks he's wow. got a set of <laughs> Russian carved chess pieces because he's had them since he was a kid. Mm. So it'd been around that time. Blimey. And I reckon it's probably a fairly good chance. Mm. That is fairly yeah. good chance. Yeah. That's the yeah best um, case and yeah. The final chess story I have is my dad. Uh, he also has a chess set with a story. This is the dad, the kind of dads that we're going to be, Sam. Wow, this is great. Um, <laughs> he was doing an accounting for, like, a glass bowing company or, like, a company that did loads of, like, glass works. And he mm. was... Oh, those. Yeah, yeah, I love seeing videos of those online. Yeah, it was really cool. But um, he was just doing some accountancy work for him. And he went and he was, like, in this storeroom. And they were, like... He, he found a few chess pieces, a few glass chess pieces... And he said, oh, these are really cool. Do you have a full set I could buy? And they were like, no, we discontinued them. But if you can find a full set on these shelves, feel free to take it. So like, my wow. dad went through all these glass bits and found a full <laughs> proper uh, chess set. So that's the chess set we use. It's like a proper little glass pieces. It's nice. Oh, it's yeah. lovely. That's so awesome. Do you know, there's, yeah. some, there's something that uh, I find really annoying when I'm watching films that happen to have a, a, a chessboard set up for whatever reason, is that on a che- when you set up a chessboard, you set up so that there's a white square in the bottom right corner. Right. That's how you know it's... Oh, the right way around. Orientated mm. right, yeah. And, like, so often you'll see a film <laughs> with a chessboard and it's got the black square in the bottom right corner because you just know that... That person didn't, didn't do <laughs> just, their research. It just or the pieces are actually Sam, set up wrong. The chess pedant. Yeah. I can't know <laughs> every time I see a chessboard, I'm like, I have to check. I'm gonna get yeah. it right, I'm really proud, but they always <laughs> almost always get it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so annoying. Yeah. Interesting. Well I enjoyed that. Yeah, okay, nice. that's that's all that I've got. Good. Yeah. Testing Sam on your chess Ooh. knowledge. Yeah. Yeah, I think I got at least half of those yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello. Oh, hi, Mum. Thanks hello. for the tea. My friend said hello. Oh, hi. I didn't know I was allowed to. Oh, no, See it's them. fine. <laughs> That's hi, right. everyone. Hello. Hey. There we go. Nice cup of tea. We're leaving nice that in, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. I think we should leave that in. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yep. Tim, Tim gets his mum to make him tea and deliver it to his room. All so we need now is Tim to do a mum. No, with my <laughs> friends. 
You're so embarrassing. I can't believe it. Yeah. Uh, that was cute. A nice nighttime tea. What if humans laid eggs? All right. So, I think Jack, Alrighty. it's time for you to, to take the stage. Oh, bloody hell. Here we go. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see what you've got. <laughs> I, I did come Let's up with this. Let's see what you've managed to muster. I up. came up with this quite quickly, but I think I think it could <laughs> all, it could yeah. produce some interesting responses. Okay. Um, yeah, we're nice and warmed up now. Yeah, as we all know, we have been in lockdown for what seems like bloody ages, even though we're mm-hmm. coming out of it now. Um, and you know that that length of uh, time where you're kind of stuck in your house, not really able to do things you want. Can can make you go a little bit, a little bit crazy at times. A little bit, yeah. A little bit, a little yeah, bit pent just up. A little bit. A lot of energy, a lot of strange decisions being made everywhere. <laughs> um, and so, I want to know, kind of like, what is what is the strangest slash bizarrest thing that you've done during lockdown? Something you look back on and you'll think, what <laughs> what was I doing? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Mm, yeah, interesting. Um, I've done lots of it's... small strange yeah. things. Well, I, I think suppose. it just doesn't have to be. A, shall I? Shall I say one of the many, many strange things I've done over lockdown? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, basically, um, it's it's not particularly big. It's just really, really fucking weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now I look back on it. Um, I watched, (laughs) I watched a program, a documentary that I really enjoy. I've seen it before. Um, and it like sort of mentally calms me a bit. This was like back in April or something. Um, I watched a documentary about these guys called the minimalists and I am a minimalist. I hate things basically. So mm-hmm. it always resonates it's a that lot. that empty shelf behind your head. Jack has, yeah. Jack has a big so shelf cool. behind his head with literally nothing on. <laughs> the reason for that Isn't is... Isn't from this angle, they look like antlers. Yeah, they do a bit. <laughs> yeah, if I, if I get it right. <laughs> oh, that's so... Um, yeah. No, I mean, the reason for the empty shelf is because I'm in my housemate's room who moved out during lockdown. Um, ah, okay. So that's, that's the reason for that. But yeah, so going back to my original point, I watched The Minimalist and I was like, I just I have unnecessary things. And recently, well, not recently, but sort of for a while, I've been like, I just have too many socks. I don't wear all these socks. Like, what, what am I doing with all these socks? So what I did is I counted out all my pairs of socks and worked out how many I had. I had 49 pairs of socks, it turned out. <laughs> oh my wow. God. Yeah. And I was bunch. like, I definitely... I definitely don't wear a lot of these socks, like, ever. So what I did <laughs> was I wrote the numbers 1 to 49 down on a piece of paper and, like, cut them out. And I took pictures with each sock and a number. And then every time I, like, washed them, I, like, worked out which sock number it was and how many times I've worn it. And then after three months... So this was an... I really committed to this bizarreness. <laughs> <laughs> After three months, I had a list of like all the socks and how many times I've worn them over three months. And so I just got rid of 18 pairs of socks. I was like, I'm not going to wear them. 
And now I've like culled. They got relegated. I've culled a load of socks. They're like in a bag in my room, ready to go to the charity shop. So. <laughs> oh my god. That's what I've done. The great sock oh, colour 2020. Completely ridiculous. You, you created like a Premier League for your socks. Yeah, and pretty relegated much. Relegated heart, like 18. Socks a large number of them. I was like, I haven't worn them in Bears three spots. months. And the thing is, I obviously knew I was doing this. So if there was a pair that I didn't wear very much, but still liked, I would have just worn it once and then be like, oh, okay, so it's fine, it's safe. But I just didn't wear any of them. So I was like, there's no point having these because I was trying to do this, feel, feel this like very small, minimalist chunk of my life that I thought I can like improve I on just, to get rid of I this waste. I love the like sheer unnecessary <laughs> yeah. effort yeah. that was put in like a normal person is just like oh i got too many socks let's have a look do i wear these no chat shop do i wear these there but you're like yeah. i must write down all yeah. of them do a three-month experiment like, <laughs> yeah it's like a mixture of like me being a minimalist and me also having trained as a scientist and being like i don't i don't just want to do this i need data to back up and then that is what I'll do decisions yeah (laughs) so yeah so that's kind of the scale of that's kind of an indication of the scale of weirdness it doesn't have to be big it just has to be something really strange that you've done I'm not I'm not sure I I ever sort of lost it to that point um yeah, I was thinking I, very I clearly know. it wasn't like a it was just it was clearly I was just like I was like nah I just, this is what I want to do apparently <laughs> this is what I want to do this is what must this is what needs to be done I, I started to do some things that at the time I was like yeah this is, this seems like a logical thing to do and then afterwards I was like what am I doing so I started I started to play Yu-Gi-Oh you know Yu-Gi-Oh when we oh, like yeah. Yeah, the card, the card game. game. I downloaded an app and I was like, oh, I'll just see like if it's any good. And it was like, you had to log in every day for 30 days and they like gave you bonuses and cards. And I just got hooked. Like the 30 <laughs> days, every day I logged into Yu-Gi-Oh! I battled some strangers. I like designed a whole deck. I got really into it. I'd get annoyed if I like threw a game. And then like basically as soon as... The 30 days are up and I've got, like, the best uh, gift that you get for free, which is just, like, it wasn't even... I don't think I've even redeemed it. But as soon as, like, that 30-day counter almost was up, I was like, nah, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't touched it since. But I loved it. For those 30 days, I just got so obsessed with it. Such a, like, bizarrely short-term addiction as well. Absolutely addicted for 30 days, and then as soon as it stops, like, now I'm done. Yeah, I I don't know what it was. It was just like, it would be to the stage where I was like, I knew that at the end of a day was coming up, and I'd be like, right, better make sure I'm uh, looking at my phone for when it's like a couple of minutes past 12 so I can log in and get that next bonus. (laughs) It was so sad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm quite sad that you don't still do it. It seemed like it brought you a lot of joy. Well, it did, but then. I don't know. We just it's time was up. <laughs> it's time yeah, it was fleeting. It's day and the sun was over. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is quite bizarre. Well, slightly bizarre. Yeah. Um bit. yeah. There's there's been <clears throat> I've had definitely like moments of doing bizarre shit. 
but similar to Tim's, they they didn't last very long, so I was already yeah. on to the next weird thing. Mm, yeah. But I suppose the one that lasted the longest was... I got really into the stock market. <laughs> like, <Did you? laughs> at the start of lockdown. I think I remember you telling just... me about this, actually. Yeah, yeah. I probably mentioned Yeah, weren't you doing, like, fake... <laughs> Fake stock trading, where you didn't yeah, actually you own yeah. Just... I think I mentioned this on a previous yeah. episode, but I yeah I downloaded Trading Two One Two, and the Wall Street Journal, um, and on Trading Two One Two you can do like, it gives you like a virtual fifty k, and then you can just go in and invest in stocks and bonds, and I was actually like, reading the Wall Street Journal trying to <laughs> trying to like gauge. What, what a good investment is and like putting like oh I'll put 5k into this and then like every day like checking to see if it's gone up um, and that lasted that lasted about a month I, I, I was checking it every day avidly became like, oh, my an investment amateur portfolio. Stock broker, yeah. <laughs> yeah how much money you know, did you make or did you lose some I think I invested the entire 50k and like I checked it about a week ago or maybe two weeks ago just randomly um, and I think I was up like 8,000, which is pretty mm, good. That's pretty good. Bad. If you take I mean, that down well, a scale and like, then in real life, if you had 5,000, you'd be up 800, which yeah. is, yeah, that's good. For 5k, yeah. I mean, I really don't know anything about the stock. It's just gambling. It is gambling. It I is... mean, I also, I also think it kind of helped how the stock market like fully crashed at the start and then it's just been like, oh yeah, it totally shit itself. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing. That's why they say, uh, this is always... Like disasters are a great time to invest. Yeah, that's why when they when you have a stock market crash, it goes, boom down, and then all of a sudden it goes straight back up. Yeah, because as soon as it's that low, yeah, then people Everyone's like, like yep, buy and buy right jump back in. Up. That's what I did. Yeah, I like invested some stuff, at the start. Oh, what, like, really? Yeah, yeah, because I wasn't spending any money, so I just had like loads of extra cash rolling around. So I was like, well, the stock markets have absolutely shat themselves. So, I'm what did you fling... invest in? Uh, well, it wasn't like in stocks specifically. It's like funds that deal in stocks. I bet it was like nuclear weapons, wasn't it? <laughs> it was not nuclear weapons, Tim. Yeah, I bet it was <laughs> nuclear weapons and tobacco. Those are the kind of things Jack invests in. Always, they always go up. Those investments. <laughs> I I invested in a fund called Royal Sustainable World. So, oh no, that's much better. Aww. Well done, Jack. Yeah, and but they say you should never invest with your heart, always with your your big old brain box. You know, yeah. Well, I looked at the fund. It's all about making money. And the fund itself had not really gone down very much, and was like on this unstoppable upward rise. So I was like, nice. yes, this is what I want. That's good. Yeah. So I won't yeah. go into the details because it's boring. But yeah, I was like, now it's is really the time. Boring. Yeah. It does make um, us sound like a, was... a load of old geezers. <laughs> Being like, oh, check my stocks. <laughs> I don't have any stocks. I wish I did. Yeah, I think I, my, my plan was to see how this goes and then maybe one day when I've got a bit of money, invest. But I, it's, it's, all it's taught me is it's such a... There's no real science. There is a bit of science behind it. But yeah. for someone like me, I would just be fucking guessing. Mm. I would eventually throw away all my money. I feel um, like... Which, is uh, sorry. Uh, it's just another thing I I was doing a bit was 
printing my own t-shirts oh, yeah. ordering what them. i, I want to hear more about well. this i would tell him i not told him no. oh my god dude i printed a um uh a, 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 a what if humans laid eggs jumped did you yeah. what you why have i not yeah. seen this we need we need merch oh, because Sam. it's awful make us merch <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if people want to buy merch, I will buy I'll one off you. Is it request. is it all that horrific shade of yellow? <laughs> no, I, I put, yeah. Well, I printed it on a pink, of like a magenta, um, like bright pink uh, jumper. Okay, but I also like was I think I was a little bit drunk and I was like going through all the filters that you can put over the image that you want printed. <laughs> And I like saw this really like, sort of, like yellow scale. So it's like this horrible <laughs> faded brown yellow. Cause they printed it really badly. Uh... All faded yellow. <laughs> what if humans laid eggs? Cover on this horribly bright pink jumper. It looks <laughs> Sounds awful. so bad. Oh, you gotta send um... a picture of that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've got a photo. Oh, I'll send so... it. Don't worry. It is. But, it is a yeah, great that, jumper. That last is so good. Another thing um, I did that I hadn't done in years and years and years was I decided to completely get all the achievements or all the trophies in a game on PlayStation 4. So like 100% the game, so complete everything you can do in it. And yeah. you know, I, I did it on yeah. Spider-Man, the like new Spider-Man game, which is kind of fun because you just <laughs> swing around anyway, but... Oh, there were some times Tim. I was like grinding Spider Man. I was like, my life. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> Tragic. <laughs> Tim, can you um, retell your classic Spider Man 2? Oh, Spider Man 2. <laughs> oh, yeah. PlayStation 2. Story. So, I love this story so much. Oh, Such a legendary. Mate, unbelievable. Non story. So, <laughs> when I was younger, I had Spider Man 2 on PlayStation 2. And yes, I had 100% completed that game as well. Um, <laughs> maybe that's why I wanted to 100% this game. Either way. Yeah. Um, and then my sister had a boyfriend called Fraser. And Fraser. she was like, oh, I'm going to lend him some PlayStation 2 games. And I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Just take whatever you want, but, you know, just make sure we get Spider-Man 2 back. That's the only real one I care about. <laughs> That's the important one. Um, so off the games go, and I, I wave goodbye. And then my sister broke up with Fraser, and we never saw Spider-Man 2 again. Never, ever. You yet to come home. <laughs> Fraser. Fraser. God damn it, Fraser. Stole Tim Spider-Man 2. He got them done and stole it. <laughs> And my sister was like, that was the worst thing we lost. Like, out of that relationship, yeah. she was she was also annoyed about Spider-Man 2 on PlayStation 2. <laughs> Absolutely tragic. So funny. <laughs> I, do, love I do love that story. That story is great. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Wasn't that fun? We all had a great time. Um, this has been What If You Laid Eggs, episode 11? I think. Twelve. 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 <laughs> I have been Tim. Uh, I have been Sam. And I have been Jack. And you can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, um, Sam's Instagram page, 
at questionable hours, any time of day or night. My, uh, <laughs> yeah. my Facebook, if I'm feeling particularly flirty and in feeling the need to spread, spread the willy joy around. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or, or perhaps uh, in just hearing Tim's musings on the wind which prompts you to want to listen to What If Humans Laid Eggs. <laughs> or wherever you wherever get you your get podcasts. Your podcasts. Uh, thank you, everyone. Have a lovely weekend. Yep. Uh, maybe if, if you listen to it on a Friday, I don't know. <laughs> uh, always have a lovely weekend. Yeah, That's the always. message you're trying to get yeah. across. Have a lovely That's weekend for weekend. the rest of your life. <laughs> What if humans laid eggs? What if humans laid eggs? What if humans laid eggs?